0: Hey guys welcome to another episode of the entertainment now podcast my name is nick my name is ian and hey what's going on man welcome back to the show why thank you it's like i never left it's like he, that's like you never left Ian's wearing his almo shirt today he's trying to be almo yeah it's uh it's my rock I know, it's shirt i know it is but i'm shaking this red <laughs> oh you look like almo but what's going on man nothing just living it up on Sesame Street, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I should say, if you're watching this on YouTube, all of our stuff's always on YouTube. So Give us the thumbs up and all that stuff. Leave us a review on Spotify or wherever you where get your podcasts from. What uh, we are, oh, that's what I was going to say is, what was it uh, just, I think it was like a week or two back. I saw a really interesting article. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Okay. Give me One second. It was from NPR that I saw it. Uh-oh. It was, Uh-oh, NPR it's lit. that's that's uh, liberal left-wing media. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. The the title of the article is Best Buy says it will stop selling DVDs and yep. Blu-ray discs. Yeah. So this is unfortunate. So by the end of this year they plan to phase out all physical movies in all of their stores. Yep. Which to be honest, I don't know if you've been in a Best
1: Buy more very recently and looked at their selection. Even yeah. within the last two years,
0: it's it's a shadow of what it used to be anyway. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I went to, I was in Best Buy, my local Best Buy um I don't know, probably maybe a month and a half It's probably about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. It was like right around Thanksgiving or something like that. Or just before Thanksgiving. And My local Best Buy has like I think it's three, like shelves that are like front and back, and that's all the movies that they have. Mm. The one in in Southland Mall, I think, may even be
1: may have been less than that the last time I was there, which was back in April. Excuse me, April of last year. So now April of last year. Yeah,
0: and (laughs) and you know a lot of it. I mean, they had a lot of 4K stuff there. You know, it's I think it's I think it's a bad move by by Best Buy. Just because without, like, movies and that kind of stuff, like, what does Best Buy really have left? Appliances and TVs. And and computers, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, electronics in general. That's it. That's all they have. And how Um, much longer until they stop selling that kind of stuff? Because, I mean, appliances, to be completely honest, like, who the hell buys appliances from Best Buy? Oh, lots of people. Do they? Yeah, because where else are you gonna I, buy them from? ABC Warehouse, and that's it. I'm, I'm like at least in this area, Lowe's and Home Depot are, are the two big appliance stores, right? You know, and then like ABC Warehouse things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, I've never seen anyone buy an appliance from Best Buy. So, oh, I've seen, uh, I've seen tons of people
1: buy appliances from Best Buy. I mean, I haven't, but I've bought TV. I bought a TV there.
0: Oh um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Those like, like try by electronics, there. I think like, I understand why Best Buy is doing it because I'm sure they're not making a lot of money on it, but like, as they trim their available, like sales areas, Mm -hmm. what are they going to replace it with? Cause if if you walk through the middle of my local Best Buy, like the middle of it is like, uh, like drones and, and shit that a lot of people aren't going to fucking buy. Right. Uh, most people don't buy video games there anymore because a lot of people buy video games through the PlayStation hub or the Xbox hub, you know? Right. Uh, not it's not all digital way. download. It's digital yeah, it's download all, now. Yeah, yeah. Which is why GameStop has gone largely gone out of business because no one buys physical. You don't need to buy a physical video game anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't,
1: especially since it's not, a strong resurgence but there is has been a small resurgence of physical media and we're starting to see why in terms of how streaming services are working you've got uh take star trek the films just the films they keep bouncing around like at one point they were only on netflix then they were only on paramount plus now they're on only on hbo max they keep bouncing around based on their licensing and at some point they might not be available at all yeah so if you want to watch this stuff, you're going to have to have some kind of physical media of it, Yeah, you know, um, especially if you want high quality uh, versions of it. So and it's not just that it's, you know, how many times do you go on Netflix and it says leaving this week? Watch now because yeah. their licensing agreements up and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to go somewhere else, but it might not. And if you do want to watch it, but say you can't watch it that week, you you may not be able to watch it again. Yeah. You're at the mercy of what they have and what they want you to see and what they're willing to pay for, for you to see. Yep. So it makes no sense to to destroy the physical media industry. And Disney is getting smart about it. They're understanding now that they do need to have, even if it's just a small market of physical media, because they're starting to release their Disney plus stuff on, on DVD and Blu-ray again. Yeah. Um, I, I picked up the uh, first two seasons of Mandalorian steel
0: boxes, and that was something that Disney said that they weren't going. They do, weren't like. going to do. They, right? were, they were, were very. They were, they, were, they were very resistant about releasing their stuff on on physical uh, media because they wanted in general. Streaming. In general,
1: they didn't yeah. want to do physical media at all. At one point,
0: they said their yeah. their plan
1: was to eventually phase out all physical media, and, and now Bob, they're realizing that they can rely on it to make a little
0: extra money on some. Yeah, of this Bob stuff. Bob Iger got back into control. And was like, hold on, one second like we're hemorrhaging fucking cash right let's use this to supplement what we're trying to do
1: right and then yeah. i think i hope it's working because i mean there's still quite a few star trek show star star wars shows that need to be released and uh and marvel and uh, marvel because they what did they release on marvel loki loki season one season one yeah. and wandavision i think got yeah. got a physical media release have they uh, come out yet or yeah they're that, out i think I was, they all came I, out in december Okay, I say so I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. And I'm gonna buy Loki. I probably won't buy WandaVision, but I'm gonna yeah. buy Loki. Um I still haven't watched season two yet. But season I two's too. really good. I've been I've been kinda like I haven't been feeling it. Not not that I have any quest, uh concerns about the quality necessarily, but Marvel in general just I feel like there's something missing and I don't know what it is. I feel like it's just too fucking much of it, but yeah, maybe that could be it. I'm super excited about the new stuff coming. I, I'm Echo is a huge into a, a huge thing for me, anticipation wise.
0: Yeah,
1: Daredevil, if it ever gets made, is huge uh, for me. Um, and then some of the some of the later movies and stuff like, uh, was it S- Secret Wars and
0: Ar- or Armor Wars, something like that? I think Armor Wars is supposed to be a TV show. Secret Wars. Yeah. Secret, Secret Wars is now going to be two films. Okay. Uh, it's rumored to have uh Doctor Doom as the as the villain, as the villain. Okay. So, I mean, I'm
1: excited for the future of Marvel. It's just the current slate isn't bad, it's just not ex- as exciting, I think. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I'm just not as excited about
0: it. So, we'll I think, I think once I think once Marvel lost you know all those original characters, right. It suffered and it's right. going to suffer,
1: and they, and to be fair, they I don't think they lost them prematurely. They they ran their course, but yeah. I mean that that was the selling point. That was what you had. You they they did a good job of picking the right actors for the right characters, and it worked. Yeah, you know.
0: But now there's been even talk of like trying to bring Tony Stark back as you know an alternate, and you know it, it just like.
1: Yeah, it's too it's too risky because if he comes back as an alternate alternate Tony from a different universe, yeah. he's not going to be the same. He's going to have to play it differently, and then then you're not. It's still not Tony Stark. It's just Robert Downey Jr. playing. Oh no no no! no. Character
0: not Robert Downey Jr. Oh, bring in somebody else to play Tony Stark from oh. an alternate reality. Yeah, yeah. I mean. There's been it, lots of really bad rumors going around. That's like, there's been several things that like, I'll read it and I'll be like, if, if they do this, like it'll end the fucking franchise. Like, yeah, they, they can't fucking do that. They just, mm-hmm. just like, I understand that like Marvel just had its worst year ever. Right. Like hands down its worst year. So they're trying to grasp at straws to figure out a way to kind of rejuvenate. You know, That's... their and they're they're just gonna end up ruining it see
1: and the reason is is because when they have a bad year and this is every studio every franchise when they have a bad group you know a bad period instead of saying okay let's let's focus our energies on especially on something that's linear like that where there there's a full storyline going through instead of saying okay let's let's regroup let's make sure that we learn from these mistakes and move forward with what we planned and make that better. Instead of doing that, they always go, well, what worked before? let's just bring that yes. back. And that always fails every yeah. fucking time. Yep. Every fucking time it fails. And it's like, ju- stay committed to what you're doing, make adjustments and improvements to what you're doing now and go forward. It, it still might fail, but at least you're, you're, you're committed to to what you're right you're committed to what you're doing instead they always fucking go back star trek's the same fucking way they have something that works and they're like no let's do uh let's do a starfleet academy show that's kind of like 90210 in space i'm like are you fucking kidding me because that'll work (laughs) it will not work it's going to be fucking garbage and i'm not one who, who likes to judge shit before it comes out I hate doing that typically, but that's just a bad fucking idea. It just sounds like a bad story. It, it It's going to be, and it's going to suck, but they had a, w- a winning idea. They had a successful third season of Picard that set up a whole new series with new characters and old characters and a good, you know, a good way to go forward. And, and this is what they said. All the fans want it. They said, well, we're listening to the fans and then nothing. Then yeah. you hear they're going to do the the Starfleet Academy show. They're doing a Section Thirty One movie, which the Section Thirty One movie I'm cool with. I, I can dig, I can. I can get down with that. But that Starfleet Academy show—they've been talking about doing a Starfleet Academy thing since 1989, and it's never happened because it's a bad fucking idea.
0: It's not going to work. No. But, so, uh, anyway, you know, but with, like going back to Disney, you know, last year was the first time that Disney hasn't had a billion dollar movie since 2014. Yeah. it's not surprising. I mean, it was a bad year for Disney. All it really was.
1: I think it was it, a bad bad year for all the studios to be completely honest. Cause I yeah. don't think the. The the
0: theaters have not bounced back from from the clock down. You had like big budget movie after big budget movie after big budget movie. Absolutely flop last year. Right. Or not flop, but just not, not hit, you know, not be a blockbuster. No, They're like abject fail failures because uh, a lot of them were. Yeah. Because so you've got these like gigantic fucking budgets, pretty much. Every single movie, most movies that were released last year, all the big movies, mm-hmm. all had two hundred million dollar plus budgets, right? Which does not include the hundred million dollars it's going to cost for advertising. No. And then, right. you, so what was the Godzilla movie that came out last year? Godzilla, Godzilla minus, minus one. So it was. Yeah, but that was a Japanese film, and that was um, correct. Correct, but you know and, what the budget was on that? Huh. Take a wild guess. It looked really uh, good. I'll, I I didn't see the movie. I don't know. Well, because it was. it was a
1: Japanese film, I'm going to say it was probably under 100 million.
0: So it's got. I will say it's got a 98 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Let's it's hugely that, popular. Take that for what, for what for what for what for what it is. But you just just guess. Just guess what the what well, the am was I, like. am I undershooting it? Just guess. Just what do you think the budget was for that movie? I'm going to say 100 million. Fifteen. Oh. $15 million to make that fucking movie. Right. Right. It's a lot well, easier to, ma- to make a good profit. Absolutely. $15. And it looks fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I have not watched the movie. The clips, I've only I've seen, seen that one of-
1: scene where he's like, the boat's like backing up and he's like in the water, like coming towards him. That's the only, but yeah. that's, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a hundred million dollar movie scene. If you ask me, it looks fantastic.
0: Mm. They made it for $15 million. Yeah.
1: Well, um, Look at uh, Deadpool, the first Deadpool. That that was like a twenty five million dollar movie. That's it yeah. for a, for a, a Marvel movie, not a MCU movie, but a Marvel movie. Fifteen yeah. million dollars or something, like twenty million or whatever. Um, and that made three hundred million. Same with Halloween, uh, twenty eighteen. That a ten million dollar budget. It's yeah. all, and that was probably more than it actually needed. And that made two hundred million dollars. Yeah,
0: and I will say that that's that's where. Hollywood did okay last year. Was there of budget films? We're, we're, we're in horror movies because mm. horror movies like Five Nights of Freddy's, which Is know, it I, wasn't that good. <laughs> wasn't, I didn't think it was a good movie. It had a really it's you know horror movies have smaller budgets, indeed, and they should. And they should. You know, so so it's a lot easier for them to turn a profit. Right. But, you know you you really you only had really what four maybe five big movies that succeeded last year barbie of course did 1.4 billion dollars right super mario brothers those were the only two billion dollar movies last year oppenheimer was just under a billion i was to say it came close yeah uh guardians of the galaxy 3 you know hit uh 845 million which is successful but it's a mild success yes uh but outside of that fast x that did 700 million uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which was really good, did about seven hundred million. Uh, Little Mermaid did six hundred, five hundred and fifty million, and then like Mission Impossible, yeah, it did you know five hundred and sixty million. But man, it was they had a gigantic fucking budget on that movie.
1: True, but I I'm curious to know because they filmed that and they were filming the second part of it. Together, from what I understood, so that higher budget could have been for both films, which will help it in the grand scheme.
0: But domestic gross on that movie was 172 million.
1: Yeah, that's that's a that's That's bad. Yeah, that's
0: bad, especially for a Tom Cruise movie. Especially for a Tom Cruise movie coming off of Top Gun. Well, like that's how everything was. If you look at domestic gross, so worldwide gross makes it makes it look not so bad. But if you look like like domestic gross, like I said, that was horrible. Fast X, 146 million domestic gross on that one. Oppenheimer only did 326 million in the US.
1: Yeah, well, that's probably what it was anticipated to make because it's not the type of movie that's going to make. You yeah. wouldn't expect it to make a lot of money like that, you know?
0: But like Elemental did not do well in the theaters. Right. Uh, Ant Man oh, and the Wasp, Quantumania did not do well in the theaters. Yeah, John, John Wick did not do well in the theaters. Transformers Wait, did not do well. John Wick shouldn't have had a big budget though. No, it didn't. Yeah.
1: So really, if it made if it made a hundred or two hundred million, it it was it was it was successful.
0: It made one hundred eighty seven million in the U.S. Right. It probably had less than a fifty million dollar budget. But look at Wonka. Wonka. When did Wonka come out? Beginning of December, Mm, or late November? Yeah, but it was no. I think it was December. I think it was the first week in December it came out. Mm. It did four hundred million since since it's been out. So I mean, that's that's. That's good. I mean, that's a success story there. I think that's, is that domestic or worldwide? 400 millions worldwide. Okay. But that looks like, that looks like an expensive movie. I think I'm sure it was an expensive Mm -hmm. movie, but like the 14 number, number 14, 14th highest grossing movie last year worldwide was fucking Meg (laughs) two. Giant sharks. Yeah. It beat out dial of destiny. Yeah, which, well, I, which I thought that was a good movie, but it did horribly. Yeah, no, office. It, it definitely did horrible. But see, with something like that,
1: that's that's a budget issue. The movie costs way too much money to make. Yeah. And then you had the other side of it, which was the toxic fandom that were saying it was garbage before it even was released. Yeah, which you I know. don't think that really played a role. A big yeah, It role. might not have, I but it, I, I don't think it helped it.
0: No, I, I, I don't think it did. Uh, but five nights at Freddy's was 17th highest. It grossed almost 300 million worldwide, which that's a big, that's a big number for a movie that had a really small budget. Right. Now the new hunger games movie did not do well at the box office. Creed three did okay because Creed three didn't have a big budget. You know, right. it did uh 275 million worldwide, right. but the flash was an absolute fucking bomb. It was, I mean, I'm sure
1: they had a gigantic budget on that. It was huge, and it was delayed several times, too, so that hurts the budget. Um, It barely broke $100 in the U.S. Yeah, so... Barely fucking broke it. In retrospect, I think they probably would have been smarter to shelve their Flash movie and then put out their Batgirl movie instead, because that was getting a lot of hype around, mainly around how the dailies were looking and stuff and flash was a guaranteed flop from the, from the get go because of Ezra Miller.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, but the dungeons and the dragons movie did horribly. Yeah. Uh, and I, I actually I, heard I, that was pretty decent actually too. Yeah. yeah. I really thought, I, I thought the Napoleon movie was going to do a lot better than what it did. It barely broke 200 million worldwide. Uh, I, the, the Marvel movies million worldwide though,
1: like, yeah, historical films don't, Generally, do well. That's why the Oppenheimer thing is kind of, uh, I think it's a a fluke, more or less. Movies like that typically don't do well. They do great in the awards season, but they don't yeah. do well
0: in 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 the box office. Yeah. So. Like I said, you had like there was a Paw, a Paw Patrol movie. You know what Paw Patrol is? I'm familiar with, with it. Yeah. It made almost as much money as the Marvels. That's bad. That is bad. That is really fucking bad. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, and you know, what can Hollywood do now? Granted, there's lots of other factors that go into that. I think the, the strikes played, definitely played a role because, you know, studios put a lot of money in promoting movies. What's right. the best way to promote it though? To have, to your, have your actors, actors out, go mo- out and talk it. about it. Right. They couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. You know, they're, they're barred from promoting their own, their projects.
1: Right. And honestly, a lot of like, even like big YouTubers who, you know, review these things, talk about these things were, uh, weren't doing that because they were in solidarity with the, with the unions, which yeah. as they should be.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, so yeah, there was a lot of missed opportunity because the studios had to play hardball with their, uh, um,
0: With the unions. Yeah. So. So, you know, that, that definitely hurt. Um, but I think like looking at Hollywood as an entity, like. You know, you, they need to come up with first off better projects to do. Right. And you can't, what they need to learn and what they need to stop doing is if you have a mediocre project, you can't mask it with a shitload of cash and make a better fucking movie. Correct. That's a but, huge fucking problem,
1: and I don't, I don't know if that's always their answer. As sure as fuck, seems like seem it like does. It. But I, I get the feeling that a lot of times. So, if you look back at at some of the biggest films, at least in our lifetime, because in our lifetime is really the dawn of the blockbuster. The very first blockbuster was Jaws. That was 1975. That was three years before I was born, three years before, four years before you were born. Um, And that was the dawn of the, of the summer blockbuster specifically. So our lives have been spent in this world where it's, it's about that big payout, but it was, those movies were being made by filmmakers who were innovative, creative, knew what they were doing telling good stories the problem is is that now we're we're almost two generations removed from those filmmakers the filmmakers that are around now and they're looking back at those those blockbusters and they're saying well that worked let's do that which is fine i'm not saying that they're being uncreative i'm you know they they but they're looking at that and saying well we need to do that But they're not doing that. They're doing all the wrong things that they got from that. For example, E.T., huge blockbuster, 1982, Steven Spielberg. Filmmakers today would watch that movie and go, oh, it's a story about an alien who comes to Earth. And, you know, that story. That story is not about the alien. No. It's about the kids. It's about the family. Yeah. Going through, you know, a, a time in their lives. Goonies is not about the treasure hunt. It's about the kids and the things so the going around. And the relationship in that town because that town was about to be sold off. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the treasure and the adventure. It was about the kids. The Exorcist, going back yeah. even before Blockbusters. Those that are movie has
0: deeper meaning.
1: Right. It's not about her being possessed by a demon and all the gross shit going on and the exorcism. It's about a mother struggling to try and, and help her daughter when she doesn't know what's going on. You know, it's, it's really kind of an allegory for a mother trying to deal with a child with mental (laughs) illness. Yeah, really the horror stuff is secondary. So when you go and you make, try to make a direct sequel to the exorcist in 2023, what do you do? You look at that movie and you take all of the stuff that has nothing to really do with that movie above and beyond the surface of it, and that's what you do. And yeah, you okay. lose all of that heart and all of that depth and story to it. And it's that's a soulless movie. And that's that's the problem with Hollywood today because they don't they just see Alien with Kids made money. Let's do Alien with Kids. Exorcism, demons and horror and green pea vomit. Let's do that there there It's not that there's no creativity. It's just that no one's learning and taking these things seriously, and then you've got some people who are thinking that they're they're going to make this grand deep thing, and it's like a narrow vision of of a deep thing,
0: yeah,
1: and it it's not necessarily shallow, but it's shallow to almost everybody other than the person making the movie, yeah. no no one's learning no one's really paying attention to what these what works indiana dial of destiny is a very similar situation it's a great movie i love it i think it's it's the fourth best of the series anyway Um, out of the five i know that's not saying much but um i think that's I, i put a third but some of that some of the stuff that should have been there is there but a lot of it wasn't yeah you know. Uh, the adventure's there, but you got to throw in the the humor and you know the the stuff that people see that probably wasn't there, like the whole you know indie being replaced by a woman and it's a, a man hating movie, which it wasn't. But people are looking for the wrong things in these stories, and I think that's the biggest problem of all. It's not that sh- that movies and TV are being written poorly in a sense they are, but it's not the key. It's the key is, is they're not writing the right stories. They're not finding the right core to these films and these TV shows that made other things in the past work better. That's my, that's my thought on it. And I think, I think that's indicative of everything for even the last five to 10 years.
0: Yeah. Well, I wonder, like I I, I put a lot of the blame Really, at, at like, the oversaturating of the market, though. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that, you know, because before before we had streaming, you know, before we had all these different streaming options that were buying properties and making their own movies, you had less, I think, less of a pool of movies to really pick from if you're, a, like, a studio looking to make a movie. You have mm-hmm. fewer scripts to, to go out there um, and, and find. And I think it was easier... I think to make a good movie then when it seems like now it's not really about, it it seems like movies nowadays, it's more about quantity than quality. Like just trying to release something to try to turn a profit instead Mm -hmm. of trying to take the time to find the right script, to find the right director, to find the right actors, to put this whole thing together now. Cause there's just movies everywhere being made all the fucking time. You know, you got, instead of, five or six different studios you got you know a thousand different studios making movies well one one could
1: argue that competition too you know um and that's 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 going to be a dangerous thing going forward because if paramount and warner brothers merge that's going to narrow the amount of real big studios that are producing stuff and i really i think that's kind of a dangerous thing um but as far as quantity over quality, you're probably right. Mainly, but if you look at something like the the MCU, the from 2008 to 2012, how, they made what seven movies. Yeah. When is when has any franchise made that many movies in that short a period of time? Never. And so you had quantity, well, but I you think,
0: had quality too. Well, I think you also have. I think that's also why those movies are doing so poorly now is because you've oversaturated your own franchise mm. and watered it down so much. I, I think they just need to, to focus a little bit more on, on, on
1: the quality. It's not so much the quality, the quantity. They could put out 10 Marvel movies a year, and if they're done right, you could have $10 billion hits.
0: Yeah, and, I, and that's not... Like, or, or they could put forward. out three
1: that are garbage, and there's just still garbage, you know? Quantumania what, Quantumania was all right. It was a fun movie to watch, but it's not that great. In retrospect, it should have been a TV show. Yeah, it probably could have been. It was too expensive to make. That's the problem. Oh, I, know. I know that. <laughs> well, fucking everything is like I think I think the Marvels probably should have been a TV show. It should have been the second season of Miss Marvel. Yeah. Most likely. I haven't seen it yet, but based on everything I'm hearing, it's that probably would have worked better too. Probably. But see, their TV shows are are this a similar situation. They're and it could be because we. I think we talked about in the last episode about uh, dropping these things all at once rather than weekly. Yeah. You know, if you if you are going to have a prolonged story or a pro uh, a story that you are stretching out over, say, six or eight episodes, you are even even a short amount short series like that. You are still going to have strong episodes and weak episodes, and you'll you'll find that if you have a strong episode, the next week is as terms of viewership is strong, but that's not a strong episode. The week after that is going to just bottom out. It has nothing to do with them wanting to watch the whole show. It's the fact that last week was kind of weak. I don't know if I'm really into it this week because the interest is lost. I think if Marvel is going to continue to do these shows and star Wars too, star Wars really needs to figure this this out too. They're going to continue to do these shows. They need to drop them at once. Period. People will watch it. They will binge it. And if the overall show, if if you watch six episodes back to back and two or three of them, you know, as much as 50% of them are weak, but your beginning and your end are strong, no one's gonna remember the weak stuff. They're just gonna say, you know what, I really like that show because they binged yes. it all at once. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, what do we know? We don't, they don't pay us to, to, uh, you know, at all. So (laughs) I wish they did. (laughs) If I was, if I was going to take over a studio right now, say I was going to take over Disney, I would go into Disney and I would say, look, first of all, we're going to stop remaking our animated movies for now. We can go back to it, but right now we're going to stop doing that period.
0: Well, Second, you got the Moana movie coming out here next year, I think. Yeah. And that's not even a classic. I mean, it,
1: it might be viewed as a classic, but it's it's what, five years ago that movie came out? But they want to do that before Dwayne
0: Johnson's too old to do it. So they get another actor, get another. Yeah, uh, um, but then they're not capitalizing on,
1: on the Dwayne Rock. Johnson in the movie. Well, to be honest with you, if you look at Dwayne Johnson's record lately, his movies aren't making that much money anyway. Uh, they make, he's not he's not drawing make, them in like he used to. They make decent amounts. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, um, I would I would put a kibosh on that. I mean, anything that's already in production. Say I came in today. Anything that's in production, okay, we'll let go. But from this point on, we're going to stop making remaking these animated shows, these animated movies. We're going to look at our Disney Plus thing, and we're going to analyze the Marvel, the Star Wars, because those are those are their two big. Money makers on disney plus and yeah. we're going to we're gonna take a, a step back and we're gonna say what works what doesn't and we're gonna go forward with a plan you have to have a fucking plan with these series i know marvel probably has a plan star marvel wars does. not so much star wars is getting a plan but they don't have one yet and i would be canceling the fucking ray movie that's going to be coming out next year 2025 20, i think december twenty five. It's not episode 10 but it's a sequel to episode 9. Tell me yeah. how that makes sense. I know. I'd be canceling that fucking movie right off the get-go. Not because I don't think it could be a good movie. It probably could be a good movie. I'd be canceling it because it's too soon. Yeah. And we need to, they need to focus their financial but ideas strike while the iron is hot uh, and it's But, but there's no hot. There's not hot. Yeah. I know. Um I know. what they I really know want that. they you want know that they don't. They want Star Wars in the theaters again. And I yeah. get that. But what I would be doing is I would say, okay, you want Star Wars in a the theater. We're going to cancel that Ray movie. What do we have working right now in the, within the story that we have now? Yeah. What is going on? And work with that. Let's take that and we'll get a movie for 2026. Period. That would be the end of it. One movie, no plans, and no, no more of this every year saying, oh, here's the slate of Star Wars shows and movies coming out. None of that wow. shit. That's going to stop too. No, none of that. We're going to focus on one or two projects a year. That's it. One or two projects, and that's for Marvel too. One or one TV yeah. show,
0: one movie, or two TV shows, two movies. That's it. No more. Because 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 Marvel's issue is, I think you know, there when they were doing like Phase One through Four, mm-hmm. I think it worked to be able to like plan out in the future. Oh, these are the upcoming movies and that we're going to be working on. But now when you, you're not having that success, like you said, stop doing this whole timeline, you know, three, four right. years out, because now you have this thing where Jonathan Majors gets fired from, from Marvel. And now you're reworking your entire fucking thing where right. it had you not planned all that out and put right. all that out into the public. You wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. And let's be honest
1: with that, with the Epstein list coming out. <laughs> I wouldn't be planning anything
0: in the future. <laughs> but the thing is, with the Epstein list, now I, I really don't want to get into. it, But right, you no, know, it, it, that doesn't even prove that you've done anything. I mean, no. that, the the list that's coming out is hell. It's got you know victims in the fucking list. I mean, they're right. naming well
1: everyone that was ever involved with the guys. So. I'm just looking at the list of celebrities that are on the that have been released, and I know that several of them have been like, well, there's no there's no claims against them. But I saw George Lucas on the list, and that was yeah. dev-
0: devastating to me. The other ones, but, I was like, "Bill Clinton, of course he's on the list." Well, all that means is like he could have had fucking he flew, flown on his, on his private jet. Like that doesn't necessarily right. mean it's right. not like he was at his little sex compound or whatever the hell it Correct. was. Correct, yeah,
1: no.
0: right. But I'm, you know, it's it's that's the
1: other thing with Hollywood is it's all perception. It's not. Doesn't really matter if it's true or not. Just yeah. matter of
0: it just matters how. I know Jimmy Kimmel's threatening lawsuits against Aaron uh, Rodgers. Rodgers, yeah, as he should, because if he's not even listed anywhere on the in the paperwork, no. as, well, as far as I
1: know, he's not. He, they, well, they they I read an article today that said there's still nothing with his name on it that's no. been released. So, yeah. and how the fuck would Aaron Rodgers know anyway?
0: Because well, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking dumbass. He's the guy that do you know what Travis Kelsey is? Yes. Who doesn't? I'm just asking. You never know. But mm. don't say. Did like I know that. who he? Did I know who? Did I know who he was before he was dating Taylor Swift? No, I did not.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: That's... before he was dating Taylor Swift, he was still a gigantic fucking football star. But anyway, mm. uh, I don't watch football. Aaron Rodgers calls him Mr. Pfizer because Aaron Rodgers because uh, Travis Kelsey did the you know get your flu shot and your COVID shot at the same time. Blah blah blah, commercial. Right. Uh, and still is i think i think he's still doing not yes yeah, he is yes uh and now aaron rogers wants to debate uh travis kelsey and anthony fauci <laughs> like, like, he's a fucking he is a fucking lunatic
1: but anyway did you did you hear that uh jason aldean's tour is outselling uh taylor's now well our tour is over
0: but it's now. it's it's outselling her tour uh her tour made 5 billion fucking dollars so I'm just telling no you what the article said no one's said. beating that <laughs> uh, or maybe it's his his numbers are higher I don't know I don't know she had by far the highest grossing tour in history You're right I don't know I have to
1: read the article I guess I should uh not throw that out there but the article the 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 headline of the article was that he's outselling Taylor Swift in in concert by dates. the
0: way I forgot I wanted to see what her gro- what the gross was on that eras movie yeah i'm sure it's pretty pretty fucking high
1: well don't forget they were selling uh they 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 add in the imax dollars too which most theaters charge more for those
0: yeah so and that was released in october i don't know september october it's not something i was ever gonna watch so uh worldwide gross on it was 250 million so not mm-hmm. bad. Twenty second highest ranked movie, and it comes out on Blu Ray and DVD, I believe, end of January, I think. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I won't be buying. <laughs> I'm, on, it, so. I'm on. I'm on the record as saying not only Taylor Swift, but I enjoy concert movies. Oh, I did too. I, I, I was, but happy. not not Taylor Swift. But <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. My my wife went and saw. it. You did. You
1: saw the show. You went and saw her. Yeah, live. I saw her in concert. That's different. It's the same, it's the same thing. It's the same show. You'll just get to see everything
0: up close. That's it. Yeah, why not? I mean, I was pretty close anyway, but Mm. I don't think you were that close. (laughs) I was side stage for first row, though. No, first row, side stage. Uh... Yes, I was pretty damn close. Mm. Uh, So I go back to what we were talking about, though. Like streaming services are just overall just fucking oversaturated. They're just so fucking many of them right and other than netflix they're all doing poorly i mean peacock i think it's peacock yeah peacock and paramount plus are both in financial trouble mm-hmm. uh they hemorrhaged money last year right like, record fucking losses of both of them last year and they're not the only ones like like i said the other and netflix the only reason netflix is doing well is because they're, they added, their
1: original stuff
0: well not even only that. They added a, in a commercial tier. Right. So now they're selling commercials, which has boosted their profits. Right. Uh, that and their attempt to stop uh, password sharing last year, uh, you know, increased uh, viewers, or uh, increased uh, memberships. But, you know, they took a couple of these steps that have kept them in the black where everyone else is in the fucking red. Like, right. You know, in-, in I think it's maybe a good thing that some of them go away. Uh, Well, they're not going to go away though. That's the thing. They're going to be absorbed by others.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then it's it's, just then you may not have twenty streaming services. You might have ten, but one company owns six of them. Yeah. You know. So,
0: and that can't sustain either. So, over time. But it's not just the amount of streaming services; it's the amount of. Stuff that each streaming service—they're over. Like I said before, they're not only is like Marvel oversaturated itself. Streaming services have oversaturated their their content also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's there's got to be some kind of balance, and I think hopefully they'll find that balance at some point, relatively soon, or they're just gonna start failing. And like you said, they're you know, Disney will just gobble up you know, three or four streaming services. That's and another thing
1: I would do with Disney. I would sell off part of it. I would sell off. I would probably, um, they I, can't. Would prob, I would probably, I would probably, well, see, I think they can, I would probably dump Fox 20th century Fox. Yeah. But the problem is
0: like, or, or, oh, they didn't buy universal. What was the other one they bought? There's too many, there's too many Fox properties that Disney is utilizing to maintain their profitability correct well Um, like simpsons and family guy and things like that if they were to sell off fox i think they would drastically have to cut back on their budget for their streaming services Mm, maybe well i definitely wouldn't be buying anything else disney
1: does not need to buy anything else they've got enough yeah so work with what you've got
0: you know i would think it'd be better for, for disney i think they'd be better off selling hulu Right than the solid fox, I
1: think the the idea of keeping Hulu is kind of as a it's a backup it, it it's a connecting tissue because they're they can put stuff on there that's theirs that's not necessarily Disney in name okay and and more adult things they can put on there, and it's also an a, a way of having. See, no one's gonna license their Paramount product to Disney, but they might license it to Hulu, which Disney owns. I think keeping
0: well, Hulu's fine, but but if I was Disney and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think it would be more beneficial to cut Hulu, sell off Hulu mm-hmm. to whoever, and then Disney can has the ability, Disney can create their own adult-oriented service. Call it whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but I think if history has shown anything,
1: unless you've got some kind of a property to as a flagship property to get people to sign up, no one's going to add another service. Because even if you sell off Hulu... People who have it aren't going to get rid of it just because Disney doesn't own it anymore. Yeah. So now, oh, now there's another service I have to buy.
0: No, 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 no. I'm saying it it can be incorporated into, like, the Disney app, but have it being mm-hmm. a separate, like, adult-oriented right. service. Well, it'd be for their basically anything that's R-rated.
1: Yes. Um. Maybe. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Disney Plus does have some R-rated stuff on it. I think Deadpool's on there now. Um. Yeah. Although I'd prefer to see the unrated
0: Deadpool, and they don't have that. But well, that kind of goes back to the, the our first conversation. We were talking about Best Buy getting rid of physical media. Correct. The problem I get into, the issue I have with all these streaming services, is yes, Movie X might be on there, but is it the version of Movie X that I want to watch? Correct. You know, um, is, is the extended version of The Hobbit on there? Right. Is the anniversary edition... Of whatever movie is because that, that's what I want to watch. Is that available on there? Right. Um, you know, Goodwill Hunting is a great example. You can stream Goodwill Hunting. You can't watch the extended uh anniversary edition, which I have on Blu ray. Mm-hmm. I bought it because it was the anniversary edition because that's what I want to watch. Right. Um, you can't watch on streaming services. Uh, right. The anniversary, I... the 15th anniversary edition of Clerks is not available on streaming services. Right. Only with, available the, on uh, Blu-ray. with the animated uh, funeral scene. Yes. So, like, that's kind of the other issue I have with all these. Yes, it's available, but it's not necessarily the one I want to watch.
1: Well, and, and as an example of something that you want to watch, it might want to watch, but isn't on any streaming services because of legal reasons, Dogma. Yeah. You can't, Dogma is not available on streaming and it has not been had a, an official physical release because of it. So, unless you bought it back in the day, you, that's the only way you can watch it. Yeah. Actually, you know? I
0: thought I just, saw... Uh...
1: You have a Blu-ray. There is a Blu-ray edition that was released, but it was a kind of a bare bones one. And then there's the DVD okay. release,
0: which uh, which was the special edition Blu-ray uh, DVD. I'm gonna look because um, I I had because I was actually looking on Amazon this morning because uh, I wanted to buy some some new movies. I got uh, some Amazon gift cards for Christmas, so I was on there looking. I could swore, I want to see what the I have the Dogma uh, Blu-ray I had pulled up. Because there's a, there's a couple of different versions of it. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's just a bare bones with oh. There's a there's a, like a Spanish version of it also. That's what I was looking mm-hmm. at. Okay. Well, there is a Blu-ray DVD version. It's a hundred bucks if you want to fucking buy it.
1: Right. But that's that's what? the that's an old like print. So it's like uh unless you bought it before or want to spend a hundred dollars on it now. Well, you're not going to yeah. be able to watch it. You know yeah $124 if you want if you want to buy and i've just got the dvd version but it's that two disc special edition you know with all that's the, the deleted I, scenes
0: and in, in the package and everything yeah that's the one i got also man i could kind of swear i saw no you can buy the the regular dvd for 30 bucks Yeah. i don't i don't i'm only happy that i have it at all i don't much i prefer not to have it on dvd i prefer to have it on blu-ray but yeah i want to i mean i want to get all the kevin smith movies on blu-ray but mm-hmm. even clerks is kind of hard to find clerks is not like super expensive well they, want-
1: there's that box set that i don't know if it's out yet or if it just came out or is about to come out um and it's it's the trilogy and it comes in like the, a, a, a the fancy trilogy yeah I, it comes in a I, fancy like quick stop video store box it is it's 125 bucks That's not bad for for three films and all the all
0: the extras. Yeah, you know that's not bad. Let me double check here, because I saw that this morning too when I was scrolling through. Of course, I probably won't be able to find it now. (laughs) I don't remember if it was. It's on Blu-ray, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Blu-ray. I believe
1: it's a Blu-ray box. It might be a four K box actually. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, it's at least Blu-ray.
0: Premium. It is Blu-ray. It's one hundred and thirty bucks. It actually looks kind of cool, but that's what it looks. It's like the if you were listening to the podcast, can't really see Get it. The, but yeah, it's like a, the outside of the 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 store, right? Right. It's the box that comes in, yeah. The quick stop, yeah. So, so that's pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pick that up, but yeah,
1: it's on my list too. Um But that and I guess to some degree that's where the the issue becomes because now if you're going to release stuff on blu-ray you kind of almost have to go the extra mile and do these special boxes but that's what they're doing with vinyl yeah
0: absolutely so why not do that you know right. and, and i think it's kind of what they were doing with steel books, right uh, was they were trying to get that that added well it's a collectible kind of feel to it right. which it does but yeah
1: okay. i don't mind steel books, but i also don't really like them i don't like the way the the discs sit in them so i don't know if you can see it um So this is Mandalorian season one. I got the steel book, yeah. But the discs, I just don't like the way they sit in because they're super hard to get out. So I don't snap them down right all the way, and then there's risk that they fall out inside. Yeah,
0: but you know, and I've I've heard other, I've heard other uh, reviews of like that also. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so that's that's my problem. I just don't like the the. They need to improve that that snapping um, functionality functionality. Yeah, for that. Um, but i do like so what's cool is is that when they released the steelbook versions of episodes one through six i bought them i don't know why i already had them but i just i oh maybe i didn't have them on blu-ray at that point so that's why i bought them but so i've got episode one through six and steelbook and now i've got these which technically is the next level of you know it's so it's cool i've got them all together i did not buy the steelbooks of episode seven eight nine for various reasons yeah Just because, you know, I didn't want to.
0: They've got a whole uh, episode one through nine box set that I'll probably end up buying. But yeah, it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's that's expensive, though. I think when it came out, it was like 400 bucks. Oh, no, 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 no. When I I think it's only like 100 bucks or something like that. Let me look here. Oh, that's gone down in price. It might be a different. It might be a different set. Also, I got to find. I'm not used to using Amazon on my fucking computer. Oh, now I know I usually do it on my phone. I guess <laughs> I could do it on my phone. <laughs> I'm sure this is really compelling to the people listening to this podcast or watching this video. about <laughs> right, right. Um, let me it's just one. the podcast. It's just a video of us just playing on our phones. Yeah. Just kind of, <laughs> I mean, that's, we just sit here and talk about nothing anyway, typically, but, um, well, this it's, is just it's, the, it's, it's 90 bucks. I'll see. I don't know yeah. I see
1: it yeah. I'm looking at it too. Wow, that's gone down a lot cuz it was a yeah. lot more than that before. Oh, was it? That looks like a nice set cuz it's broken up. Unless I was looking thinking of the 4K version, maybe it's the 4K version. It might be. Oh, here's it's the limited edition and it's like a like a ton of I done a ton of shit and it's 4K. This one's not even available anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. That's the one I was thinking that came out that was like 400 bucks. So yeah. When it first came out, yeah, but the 20, Blu-ray 27
0: version. discs, the Blu-ray version looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'll probably end up grabbing that one, but I don't know. It, it's because of the limited availability of stuff on streaming services is why I've gotten kind of back into, into Blu-ray, at least blu Like I never had bought Blu-rays before. Right. Uh, I, bought, I, I just you know, bought everything on DVD and then, uh, like the funny thing is, like, uh, I mean, so I, I've kind of slowly gotten back over to the uh, over last year, but my wife bought me the Friday the 13th Blu ray uh set for my birthday last year,
1: right? The the cool one, the, the Shout Factory or Screen yes. Factory version, yeah.
0: yeah, I've got that one too. It's a fantastic set, and I, I'll preface this story by saying that my wife. Is one of the people that when TV went from standard definition to high definition, she would sit there and go, I don't see a fucking difference. Uh-huh. Like, why are we paying extra for this? I don't see anything. I put on we so we watched it was around Halloween, we watched the first Friday the 13th movie. Mm-hmm. And Mandy looked at the TV and said, Oh my god, it looks like this looks like a movie that was just fucking released. Yeah, that's how they'd... good the fucking video looks on that. Yeah, absolutely. For a movie that's four over forty fucking years
1: old. Yep. Now, uh, I've had this conversation, too. So there are some horror movies that you almost want them to be grainy. And Friday the 13th is okay grainy, but it can still be grainy in high def, which is what – because it still looks like film. It still looks like it was shot on film, but – yeah but it looks clear. There's things, details that you could, you never saw before because no, you're watching it not. on Friday night at the movies on, on, you know, NBC or on a VHS copy that
0: from the yeah. video store that was watched a thousand times yeah. already. But like yeah. the detail, like seeing the grass blow and stuff like that, the stuff mm. you never even noticed, You right. know, the, the 8,000 times I'd watched that fucking movie. Before. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can, I can recite it from memory. I mean, I'm, it, it's, dialogue. The Friday the Thirteenth movies are my favorite horror movies, and uh, yeah, you know, so I've seen the at least it's your
1: favorite slasher films, right? Or yeah. just your
0: favorite in general. It's probably my favorite horror movies, period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've seen the, all those movies hundreds of fucking times. Me too. Uh, so yeah, just just watching that for the first time on Blu-ray, man. I was like, it looks it looks incredible, right? Uh, and and that's why I was like, and that's when I really start buying. Like after that is when I went to Best Buy and spent probably. 200 plus dollars on fucking blu-rays But the nice thing is like uh, uh, you know you can pick up you know classic movies on blu-ray you know whether it's goodwill hunting or whatever typically for less than 10 bucks right right Uh, i I ordered days to confuse today for i think less than eight dollars uh there's a couple other ones that i bought also but so there, the thing
1: is like, and with 4k, there are elements that are better. Like you can, it's like, wow, even over Blu-ray, but it's not enough to justify it for me yet. Yeah. And I, and there's going to come a point like where, honestly, I think Blu-ray is probably the best I need. Yeah. I don't think I need to go to 4k. I have a 4k player and I have some for, I have Creed, the, the first Creed movie on Blu-ray, on 4k.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah a couple, I have a couple others too, Uh. but I only bought them. Be, well, Creed was given to me by my dad. He bought it on 4K, but it came with a Blu-ray. I'll only buy a 4K if it comes with Blu-ray. Yeah. Because, you know, I can watch a Blu-ray on my computer. I can't watch 4K out of my, on my computer if I'm, you know,
0: so inclined. The only thing, I think my PS5 is a... Ha, it, should, it, it, it should be 4K compatible. So that's the only thing that I've got. I mean, technically, that's really the only DVD player I have is my right. PlayStation. Well, I guess I, yeah. uh, I have a DVD player hooked up to my stereo system, but that's why I play CDs on. Right, right. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so that's why I watch things.
1: I think Blu ray is fine. I don't I don't need anything heavier than that. Um so if they wanted to scale back on their 4k production, they could do that as far yeah. as I'm concerned, but they need to have at least Blu-ray or 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 better, yeah. You know, going forward. I'm not gonna replace my Blu-rays
0: with 4K ever. No, ever. And those is my and that's kind of my same thing too. Like with with DVDs, you know, I always said, Well, I'm not gonna once I buy all these movies on DVD, I'm not going to rebuy them. Right. But, but there's a difference. There's, there's a difference. A, there's a big difference between yeah. Blu-ray and DVD. Right. Uh, I yeah. will say that the I, I did get, I was trying to think of what else I bought. I got Dazed and Confused. I got High Fidelity, which is a fucking classic. Absolutely. I got uh, The Usual Suspects. Another classic. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I got the, uh, I found this really cool, uh, it's a, because I I love Captain America. Captain America is my favorite of the the Marvel movies. But it's uh, got the three the three Captain America movies together in a box.
1: Okay, so uh, first Avenger, th- Winter
0: Soldier, and Civil War. Yeah, for thirty yeah. bucks. So yeah. well, those are I
1: books. I need to go and I I have I think I have the vast majority of the original, say the first two phases. Yeah, I think I have the vast majority of those on Blu-ray, but. I feel like I want to get a, the box set and it's super expensive. I know.
0: So it's not actually, it's not that bad. So what they, the big, huge box set is, but right. they release them also in individual phase boxes. Okay. The, the individual phase boxes are like 45 bucks a phase. Oh, that's so not bad, but yeah. it comes in like one giant case Right, and the, the movies, and like again, Andrew, the I, want the indi- I want the individual movies, right? So,
1: well, I don't mind. I could, I could make my own individual cases for that.
0: I, I, I don't know. I just the idea I, of how I do all that, I'll just buy the fucking individual movies. That's, yeah, that's true. I don't like the covers,
1: I'll, I don't like the original covers of, the, of those either. I, see, I, that's why I like there's some fan art out there that's way better.
0: I did like the cover, the covers of these, I thought were pretty good because it's got the, I like the, the. First uh, Avenger, it's got yeah. The, uh, Red Skull. I mean, that's that's the original. That's the original one. I, I right. like that one though. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, there's there's other ones out there. But those that's just a piece of paper, man. I can always fucking print. That's what print I'm saying. That's and, true. You could always you can
1: buy the individuals. But I think even if you bought out of the individuals, it'd still be more expensive than buying that box set. Oh, I'm sure. I'm
0: sure. You know, so but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna own all the Marvel movies though.
1: Mm,
0: I think I want to I'll, eventually. I'll own. I'll probably own a majority of because you can buy the. I'll buy the. I've got the the Captain America box set. They've got the same thing for the Iron Man trilogy. Uh, they have the same thing for the Thor trilogy, but I'm not, Or the Thor movies, I'm not gonna buy that though. Mm. Uh, and I'll I'll definitely get the Avengers box set. Right, they've got all the Avengers movies together. You could buy so. Right. You know, outside of that. You know, I'm not sure what other ones I'll buy, but you know that's what I'm saying. Though is like there are more more than just me out there that's buying that, and Best right. Buy is just kind of pissing a lot of that away, right? right? Or saying now, that we we don't need that that sale, right? Physical media is much
1: like with the music industry is what is going to keep it afloat. Streaming alone is not enough. You can't. You, you saw spend hundred. Yeah, you spend a hundred million dollars on a streaming TV show say like Mandalorian. I don't know if it was $100 million, but I I, I would assume that at least $100 million a season. So say you spent $100 million on the season and it's on your streaming service. Now, Mandalorian was the flagship show. Yeah. So you could say the first season got its money back because it was the show that got everyone to sign up. Yeah. But season two didn't sign more people up and there's another $100 million. It may have kept people and people are watching it, but there's no visible income to 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 equate to that hundred million dollars you spent yeah that's i think the the downfall or could be the downfall of streaming if they don't offer those physical media options it doesn't have to be a huge run just a it could be a limited run
0: yeah
1: because the 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 steelbooks are a limited run but offer those to recoup some of your costs that you can put back into the system so you can still, so there's some profit coming in, you know, that's not yeah. just IP profit,
0: you know? The problem is, much like, unfortunately, just like the the music industry, which was, you know, for years short-sighted and killed itself, movies are the same way. Right. The movie industry is the same way. They're very short-sighted. I was reading, Um. Not granted this is, not really a a a, muse, a movie industry thing. It's actually a uh, I was reading on a post about a band that posted uh, stuff about a new album they had released last year, and uh, somebody commented and said, "Hey, I'd love to see you guys release a DVD compilation of all of your music videos." And the band's response was, "Well, if you want if you want to watch them, just go on YouTube." People don't watch DVDs, so why would we sell a DVD to a, a small handful of people? I'm like yeah, well, but that's,
1: that is kind of niche, but you're I I see where you're going with it. You spend a little bit of money on re, on remastering the videos
0: and you you sell them. You get yeah, a limited you're, you're, run. You're not gonna retire on the fucking thing. No, but you're releasing something that's a higher quality than what you're watching on YouTube. Right. And it's um you're making money
1: on a product that you spent money on. Somebody spent money to make those music videos, yeah. You know, usually it was the record companies, but, you know, Ozzy did it. Ozzy released uh when he did his memoirs of a, of a Madman man uh, yeah. compilation, he released it a DVD or Blu-ray, I, don't know, I think it's DVD, of his old music videos. Yeah. Smart idea. I mean, it was Sharon's, I'm sure, but
0: oh, well, <laughs> you sure. know. But it doesn't like to produce a Blu-ray is not expensive. No, to actually to have a like to actually have it manufactured, mm-hmm. the cost goes into having it rendered and and prepared. Yeah.
1: Right, especially well. music videos, because most of them were probably shot on videotape and yeah, you know all that. So there's there's some cost in mastering it, but
0: yeah,
1: you know if you're even if if you're just mastering it to DVD, that's not that bad. No. The cost there is minimal. Cause really you don't even have to master it that much. Cause it's yeah. not, you can't, you can't master it that much because the best you're going to get is like seven, but if you're going to anyway. put
0: something together, you could, you could take your, just your, your videos or whatever. Cause especially like a lot of those like nineties, early two thousands bands, they put a lot of like videos out. Right. Uh, through their own website. So they've got that stuff out there. They could master it. all, put it together. And like I said, they could do like a limited run, you know, even if it was like a thousand fucking copies, you know, if they sell over for 25, 30 bucks a pop, they're not going to be rich off of it. No, no. But. But it's know, product. It brings- it's product that's going out. You know. Yes. So. I don't but know. The other, I, thing I, is, the other thing is, you know, when you have, let's say uh, Jethro Tull puts out a, uh, you know, uh, uh, an anniversary DVD or Blu-ray package and you go on their website. And you're like, oh yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll buy that for, you know, 35, 40 bucks. And then you're like, oh, well, why I'm on their website here, I'll, sure, I'll, I'll buy a shirt or I'll buy, you know, something else or I'll buy right. a couple CDs. People don't, people go on your website. They they generally don't buy just one fucking thing. Right. They go on there and buy multiple. And that's what you if you're releasing like a, 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 a small Blu-ray package or a Blu-ray or a DVD package you're having those people get on your, on on your site to buy things, to buy other merch. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's why I said that it's really kind of short sighted. And that's kind of where the movie industry in general is. Right,
1: Um, And I think Disney, that would, that just gave me a thought. Disney is set up perfectly. Why don't they just sell their products on their own website? You know, try to undercut Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, it's your license. It's, your money's gone into the production of the product, so the profit margin is going to be higher for you if you just sell your own shit.
0: Now, granted, you've got to go through dealing with—you'd have to have additional customer service people there to deal with damages, true. To deal with shipping. There is more overhaul overhead costs there, but like yeah. you said, you're cutting out that middleman, you know. And if you're selling a a, a Blu-ray for twenty to twenty-five dollars. In Best Buy, and you're now able to sell that for 20 to $25 on your website, you know, you're, you're absorbing that, you know, 15 to 20% markup that Best Buy has.
1: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I think if that, if that was the case and Disney would be smart to, instead of st- stop buying streaming services and, and studios and maybe buy a distribution warehouse and maybe even manufacturing. Yeah. You know, small manufacturing plant just for your shit. Yeah. It's
0: all yours. Reopen the Disney store, just have it be a digital store instead of an on uh in person store, like do an online store. Right. And then just sell all of your just everything Products. have everything be exclusive to your Disney online store. Right. Yeah. If it's Disney owned, you you sell it. That's it. Period. Yeah. It almost seems too easy, doesn't it? It almost does, doesn't it? I'm sure there's probably some error in judgment that we're missing there, but I don't know. It's uh, mm-hmm. well, the, the I think 2020- I think for us, it's more the idea that we're we we're we're
1: not rich, so we don't look at we we tend to oh, think bitch, all we tend to look at you know what's going to make us money over here down the road. Yeah. Whereas
0: most companies, they want to know what's going to make them money right now because that's what matters. Because it matters making money for for shareholders is all Correct. that matters.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so generally, the, you don't have that like long term thinking thinking to it. But right. overall, 2023 was a bad fucking year for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. A disastrous year for Hollywood. I think and 24 it, will be better, but I guess it's it's got a low bar there. It, yeah. I mean, it, it. You're right. I think it will be a better year, but is it going to be a lot better? I don't know. Mm. I guess this time next year we'll <laughs> sit down and have the same conversation, and kind of look back through the year and
1: and maybe. See how
0: maybe we'll see how the rest of this year goes. Just in general, <laughs> I mean, just as long as Barack Obama doesn't send us to World War II, we'll be all right. That might right. Be, I think it's a call back to last episode, but <laughs> mm. right. But I don't know. I mean you got anything else to add? No. no? Well, any questions or comments, you can email us at ENT.com. Oh, I actually do.
1: If anyone at Disney is watching, you can pay me to do Bob Iger's job. I'll do it for $200,000 a year. That's it. $200,000 a year. You pay me. I will do Bob Iger's job, and I'll do it better. I guarantee you. I
0: don't know about that. I will. No, I would do it better. How how about they pay me $200,000 a year, and I'll do, like, consulting. I'll just be like a a, a one-person consulting firm for him. I'll
1: tell you what, they, they hired me to take over Bob Biger's job for $200,000 a year. No, not that's it. $200,000 a year. I'll hire you for $200,000 a year
0: as a consultant. And, okay. and I'll let you, you know, cause I'm going to say like, I'm sure there's a lot of like bullshit that Bob Iger does in the fucking background that you don't want to fucking have to deal with. That's why I said I'd do like, I'd, do, mm. I'd be like a consultant. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't you, want to. You bad. could handle the board stuff. How's that? Okay. Well I know I'm, not, I'm saying I like I've got some some big ideas that I think would work.
1: Yeah, but I need somebody I need somebody to deal with the rich people cuz I'm just going to be an asshole to them. <laughs> like fuck you. You, don't
0: know, not, you don't know shit. You don't know anything about
1: you don't know anything about movies. You just want money. Shut up. I'll make you money. Leave me
0: alone. Well, see, I think it's uh, <laughs> I think it's the the issue that only Disney has had. But a lot of other uh well, studio other studios have similar but different issues, you know. Warner yeah, I Brothers. Lot, the, I think a big issue is for all of them is they don't have movie people running their movie divisions. No, no. Well
1: that's and that's what that's what movies. started to hurt them in the late 60s. Yeah. You know, they had people who had Coca-Cola buying out studios. They didn't know anything about making fucking movies. Yeah. But the know, thing is all like, the old guys were dying off.
0: That's where Marvel did it right. to bring in John Favreau to run the at least the early part of the mcu and putting all that together they got movie people to right. do movie things right and, not and for the most su- part successful in a fortune 500 board room to, and to for,
1: the, for the most part everything john favreau's done with star wars has been equally yeah. in my opinion successful yeah but maybe not to others but maybe. um so yeah i agree you know john favreau's a movie guy he knows movies kevin smith knows movies um obviously people like christopher nolan know movies (laughs) because you know that kind of thing you know get filmmakers to make films and get get you know business people let the business people handle the
0: business side of it let the filmmakers make the movies well i guarantee like that's, that's what i'm saying like if there's a i'm sure they're not but if a studio is watching this or listening to this I'll fucking. I'll, I mean, I got all sorts of fucking ideas I could throw out there. I'm a uh, creative person. I'm sure I could come up with some. Uh, I'm sure I could make some money for for a studio for sure. But yeah, I don't want. I
1: don't know if I'd want to make the movies because uh, I, I I would take it way a too personally. But I could I could be I could be a uh, someone who
0: focuses the talent. Yeah, I could do that. But. I don't know. Any, any questions or comments, or if you want to hire one of us, <laughs> you can email us at ENT. Well, you can get both of us
1: for 400 grand,
0: 200 yeah, each. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to say like 200 grand a year is you just live in California. And so that's like making 30 or 40 grand here in Michigan. <laughs> like, uh, you might have to make some more money. It's it might what, be a, well, three or $400,000. Popbikers Bikers
1: making like 25 million. Yeah, I, know that. I don't need to make that. I'll do it for less than a million. Yeah. You know and quite honestly i do i do fine on 40 met forty thousand. i think i could you know make it work <laughs> but uh I'll yeah in the ghetto i don't care
0: <laughs> if you're watching this on youtube make sure you give us the old thumbs up drop us a comment subscribe to the channel all that fun stuff well anything else do you add in nope well, until next time talk to y'all later peace
1: My Let me tell you about it, this shit right here, man, I'm about, about it Only real niggas reside around me, your old lady drop a guard around me Dip like I know you can, bitch, show me the rust like we in the ring Got you some you wanna hang, shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic.
0: You know I won't lie,
1: you know that I ain't for that fuck shit You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it Know that y'all sick as fuck, here go this tissue, bro We taking the dub, hoping you get you something This here like it pick-me-up, She taking my drugs Now they see the sign,
0: that's some down signs they fuck, now fuck, time get well soon, time get well soon, now you sick as fuck, get well soon, oh shit, watch out, you the car, Billy, oh shit, right
1: now, I'm smiling in your face, bitch, with a ghost smile, you should probably make placement
0: to your eye, niggas, sick as fuck, standing with niggas, who died for that party, who died for some bitches, who showing their bodies, swear to God, niggas.